salutations and more salutations. Welcome to another episode of your favorite show, The Dale Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor, and... And it's the episode club of the man with many endeavors, you know, your favorite podcast host, Mr. About Dale. Time, peace, love, happiness. What's popping, big homie? Bro, you really went back to the original intro? They're going to be happy. They're going to be happy about that. Gonna yeah, they, was DM, they started DMing me, bro. I don't know why you told them to do that. Now I got like 50 DMs, niggas like, bro, please, bro, stop this bullshit. Bro, like these half bars, bro, please. Bro, nobody want to hear these Kit Kat bars, bro. These candy bars that you spitting out, bro. bro. We tired of this shit. So I was like, all right, bro. Let me. It was like, just do your old shit, fam. If you don't, I will cancel y'all niggas. Told you. Yeah. I told you. There's been plenty of things we should be canceled for. Our people have asked me about being canceled for, but those half bars you was giving, these like. Niggas was hot. They was hot, bro. <laughs> it was hot. It was hella, man. Even chicks, some, some chicks were mad. Yeah. Females was mad. Like, they was upset. Usually, like, Usually after usually after after every episode we get a hundred pictures of panties sent to the DM. Yeah, you're right. To the, to the business DM, and they unsent all of them. All granny they, panties. They but... sent all, <laughs> all granny panties. <laughs> but uh, we got a very special installment for y'all today, man. Oh, before we get in that, bro, how was your long weekend? Did you get in? And how was it? Yeah, man, the long weekend was good, man. Went out there to the uh, San Francisco Jazz Festival. Really, really uh, eventful. Got time out with the with the with the, with the family. Um, ate some good food. Kicked it. You feel me? Then on Sunday, went out to Napa. Had a nice little Fourth of July, uh, little 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 ordeal. Had some barbecue. You feel me? Some burgers, some things like that. Got uh, it was pretty dope, man. Played some volleyball. Was out here. With the uh, with the old schools beating the young schools, it was it was dope, man. And uh, did it uh, water balloon fighting and all that type of shit. You know, my real summer fun, real real water summer balloon fun. fight in Napa. In Napa, it was dope. I see you out there with the boat shoes. You know, you feel me? I see you. You know what I'm saying? Big Where's living. water balloon fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, champagne. Mo- Moet filled balloon fight. Exactly. That's not that's not good for the eyes, but hey. ball how ball how you ball. That's how we do. You know what I mean? Well, how, how about you? How was your weekend, big brother? How was it, man? It was cool. Um, went to Sacramento, sat by a pool, um, had some brunch, had a nice dinner. It was cool. It was cool, man. I think <laughs> I think I I think I talked about this on Tuesday, though, so I don't want to give you too many details. Um, yeah, it was cool, man. It was really nice. It was one hundred and seven. In Sacramento, and it was it was gonna be like Bay Area hot. So in my mind, I was like, "Yo, um, I could either be in the Bay Area and watch people complain about it being seventy seven degrees, or I can go where it's real hot and we can get by the water." So, um, yeah, man, me and my girl went to this we went to this to this ill this like ill establishment, and we had this like dope pool. We just posted out there for like a couple of days, just posted about the pool, just living, had some good uh some good brunches, some good dinners. Walking around downtown Sac a little bit around Midtown where the uh, Golden One Center is at. The re- the revitalization of that spot is pretty ill. It's pretty ill. If people yeah. ain't been to downtown Sac in a minute, it's um it's actually coming together pretty nicely. They're doing a whole like Oakland Broadway renovation, if you will, just tearing down everything, building up like modern looking apartment buildings and putting a bunch of stores around the place. It's pretty dope. It cool, so it, it looks better. It looks better than it did uh, like that time that uh that me, you, and Township went out there and had steak. Because honestly, I was very impressed even with that. 
that that's what that's what they're going towards. Like the place yeah. where we're at, most yeah. of us are, that place is where we were at. That was brand new. Oh, okay. And they're building mo- they're building more stuff like that, where it's that's like dope. walkable, walkable, and brand new. So yeah, uh, yeah, downtown Midtown is coming together really nicely. It's coming together really nicely. So shout out to all y'all that's in SAC, man. Y'all big up to y'all, man. Y'all finally doing something. <laughs> Look, man, you nobody needs you being condescending. Right? <laughs> nobody needs you being condescending. Hey, man, like the beam, man, like the, the people of Sacramento. They, they, um, they went to their playoffs and did what they needed to do. No, nah, they did. They did. They did what they needed did. to do. So shout out to shout out to chest stomping and so on and so forth. I actually saw the picture of George. Obviously, saw the picture of George Poole on the Wizards, and he just looked hella sad. And I'm kind of, I feel kind of bad for bro because we basically, uh, we had to like, we had to like exchange our future. Because we wanted like the literal black mamba to stay, yeah, um, there. So I don't know. This is off, this is off tangent, but in a way, in a way, like in a way, <laughs> in a way, I've heard anyone say this. This is a Ryan Holloway official take. Steph Curry got rid of Jordan Poole because the way I see it is this: the longer, the longer that Draymond, the longer that Draymond is there, somebody that knows Steph's game hand in hand. Steph's existence on the Warriors is going to last much longer than we got somebody behind him in the reins getting better and better and better. I'm not saying I'm not saying that Steph is an evil individual. All I'm saying is that that's how Tom Brady got rid of Garoppolo. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, and for all I know, Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole could, could go to the Wizards and then end up being Garoppolo or whatever. But Jordan, but he wasn't happy. Basically. Draymond is going. Draymond like yo, y'all know I can step and rock from anywhere. That's just how I'm built. Just like how Rondo, how Rondo's able to get like Ray Allen or Paul Pierce to rock from anywhere. Draymond can do all of that somehow, some way. Six eight pushing point guard with no handles. I don't know, but he, somehow, some way, he can get Steph to rock. Yeah, like, Steph got rid of him. Or Green got a little little something in the bag though. He ain't he ain't got he ain't got. Listen, I ain't gonna say he ain't got no handles. Listen, he has no handles. No, he he has no handles. And he it, ain't Steve just, Allen. Steve Adams out there. I mean. Jeremiah has just about his handles as Steve Adams. Steve Adams can handle the ball. Like, so don't be out. Don't be out, don't be out here trying to get him handles now. Don't be out. I'm gonna show you a little clip of him. He he got a little handle. Okay, here's my point. Do you got more handles than Jordan Poole? No. Okay, that's my point, man. That's my point. So we had to get rid of him so that Steph could live. I think Steph really went up there and was like, "Yo, y'all are here with Charlie." He's like, "Yeah, Steph, we know Jeremiah's embarrassing the team." He's like, "No, no, 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 no." You know, keep that disgusting nigga here. But y'all gonna have to go ahead and get rid of him because this is my bike pool. And they got rid of him. That's what happened. All within five minutes. It's not a Draymond thing. It's not nobody else's problem. It's definitely what they found it found this his moment to be like, I don't really want this little nigga here. And then <laughs> I don't like how much love he getting. I don't like it. I don't like how y'all gave him this big rookie contract. I had to wait longer for mine. I don't like it. So I think Steph was an architect of all that. Anyway, this is not what this episode is about. I just got a little emotional. When I saw how sad old buddy looked. Me and about Del Tom wanted to check in with y'all. And this is Hold up, hold up. What you say? I said me and about Del Tom wanted to check in with y'all. Nigga, let me tell you this right now, bro. I'm I'm from the town, bro. We don't check in with nobody, cuz you know what I mean? It's really out here, cuz I'm really about that life. Anybody try me, boy. I'm not checking in, boy. I'm coming to anybody's city. No, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. That's why y'all lost all y'all teams. Damn. Because because people don't check in. That's why. This is why. Bro, you Raiders, from the Bay. The, the Oakland Raiders, the, the Oakland Raiders, the A's, and the Warriors. Y'all thought y'all could get show people cities with no games. Not niggas from the city. Like the niggas from the city. Niggas from the city. So happy the Warriors. Niggas from the city. So happy the Warriors went across the bridge what because do you mean? they because literally literally other than the Giants, 
if y'all basically how many more do we need? <laughs> what do you mean? Y'all got a football team either. Y'all lost the Niners. We have a football team. They're still called the San Francisco 49ers. Just Man, they just sent a Claire Niners now. They're still called the San Francisco 49ers. The Dallas Cowboys are not playing Dallas. I can, the <laughs> list goes on. The list go, the list goes on. They bro. play in Arlington, right? Yeah. Y'all yeah. don't got but the but overall point, and neither what you call it, don't play uh the New York Jets. They don't play New York Jets or Giants don't play New York either. They, they play, play in New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. So listen, here's my thing. I'm just trying to give y'all some advice when y'all do get more teams. I told you this in 20 before 2030, Oakland will have teams again. This is my advice to you and all the other Oakland people. Learn to check in. Check in, because that's why y'all don't got no teams now. Y'all wasn't checking the bank account. Y'all wasn't checking on the stadium. Y'all wasn't checking on the players. Y'all don't got no teams. That's the problem. You're going to learn. So we won't put a tail. We won't check in. Yes, right. You won't check in. Don't pay your taxes. No, I'm not doing nothing. Claiming too many dependents. That's you the problem. You ain't never be able to go to the town after you have to hear this. Ever. That's the problem. And you trying to move to Oakland? Oh, yeah. That's gonna, the problem. Listen. No. No, when I listen, when I get to Oakland, I'm bringing teams. That's where I'm going to help. <laughs> I'm going to teach people how to check in. Like you call, you call it, call the commissioner. Hey, man, check it in. All right, but we're going to get y'all a team. That's how you do it. But you want to okay. be so gang, gang. You want to be gang. so gang, 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 gang. You want to yep. have this whack. You, you want a WBA team? What you going to get? Hey, we get a WAV team. I'll be happy. I'll go watch them. I'll support them bitches too. <laughs> Bro, you mean you ain't you don't even go see the A's? Why would you go see the uh, NBA team? I I go to the A's games, bro. When's I ain't been in a while. A's? I ain't been in a while. When's when I lost, I just came back from LA. When's the what? You just came back from LA? Just, <laughs> just bro, you've been back for two years. Just came back. I've even you been just, back. I've you, been back one year in total. You just came back. I'm I've been back here one year, but you've been back. You've been back one year, and I got a baby. You know what I'm saying? I got a wife on the side. I got shit going on. Got you. Got you. Got you. So y'all heard it here first. Niggas from the town don't go to the games. They got I, go to the games. I go to the A's games. I go to the A's games. I'm going to go to the A's games. I'm going to go to the A's games when the season starts. I mean, that could be the problem because, because like, statistically, they said that black men, they said that black men make the best fathers statistically. So if, if, you're, if you're too busy to go to the game and it's a bunch of great daddies in Oakland and y'all can't go to the game, so the team got to leave. That's the point. That's nope. what I'm getting at, man. But you can nah. also, we also check team. in. You nah, know we didn't check it in. We don't got to check in because that, that's real life, though. No, you're right. Don't ever check in because y'all niggas ain't got check. Don't check in. Continue, continue to not check in and watch. Bro, just continue to tell the people what, what we doing here today. <laughs> Damn. Tired of you disrespecting my city, man. Tired of disrespecting my town, bro. Listen, man. Listen, look, that was. All right, Pete, check it out. <laughs> Something about that time I wanted to touch base with y'all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Better wordy. <laughs> Bruh. We want to touch, we want to go ahead and touch base with y'all and hop into a little a uh halftime breakdown of where we feel like the year is going, right? Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all a little bit of the game. It's summertime. Luckily, nobody's been shot. There hasn't been any submarines missing. Um Dame is still doing what he's doing. So we just figured this was a great time to go ahead and not not. Not like go too deep into some things and like and like renew any goals and get crazy or get isocaric and start talking about chemtrails and numerology and nothing like that. But I want to check in what about Dale Tommy just find out, hey man, like as far as the first half of 20, 2023 has been, what are you proud of? What could have been better? And what needs to be done before 2024? So I'm going to start, start off with the first question, man. Yeah, man, please. From January 1st to today. What are you proud of this year? Oh man, most the most thing I'm proud about, like that that beats everything, is having my daughter. 
that's the most thing I'm proud about. I think uh, just to like go a little bit more in depth, I'm just very happy with uh, her health. I'm very happy with I'm very happy with the the young lady she's becoming. But I'm also just happy with my journey with it as well. Like becoming a father is like tremendous. Um, it's been a great experience. You feel me? You you know I never as much as I thought about having children, I never thought about actually having a girl, to be honest with you. I've always considered myself to always be like, oh, I'm going to end up having a little boy, blah, blah, blah. You feel me? He's going to be rowdy. You know what I'm saying? His name going to be sincere. He's going to be a gangster. Like, I had all of these thoughts and stuff like that. And then literally, you know, to have this to have this beautiful child um, and just put her in my arms, it's just been... It's been an emotional roller coaster. You know, you you get very humbled. You know, you 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 find yourself being you know a little softer, um, and just the experience in itself, like the whole pregnancy experience. You know, having to be a little bit more vulnerable to your wife, having to be there for the actual presence of the baby coming out. Like I I used to didn't even know, like if I was going to be able to even um, withstand that. And then they finally get to it. And then it's like, I'm sitting there really coaching my wife through this to go through the thing and pretty much be her midwife throughout the whole uh, labor situation was just a really great experience. And I'm I'm, I'm really most proud of that. Uh, but other than that, there are some other like other key moments that have happened this year. Graduate walking across the stage was 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 a uh, was a big ordeal for me. Uh, you know, even doing it later in years, it really just felt, it felt stupendous to actually do something and actually finish through with it. Um, have some people there to celebrate with you, being able to just have all of those things happen in, in, in the way it lined up, have your daughter, boom, then you graduate, boom, then you come back and it's like, you know what I'm saying? You got a great job, you're working, you're doing the things that you want to do. So, those two things alone, I think, are the biggest accolades that I can have right now um, that I could put on the mantle right now and just look at those rewards and just and just stare at them and just continue to think about how much I've grown with just those two particular uh, those two particular success stories for me. OK, OK. All right. What, are, what could have been better this year? Um, I think I think actually being persistent with other things um you know effort effort could always be better uh you know we this won't be it's one of those things that happen in pre-production that we don't talk about but me and ryan talked about this and i think like effort or just staying on top of things um school you know of course having and 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 having a child you know those do weigh upon you but sometimes it doesn't mean that you can't keep the effort whether it's working out whether it's continue to upload videos whether it's just staying on my craft whether it's just doing all of these particular things to keep me in the consistency of what I'm trying to do just staying consistent more than anything that's the better word to say not effort but staying consistent because you do things but you don't stay consistent on it it's like little small stuff can even go with with that word consistency as well as like stretching every day you know there's times when my body hurts or it doesn't feel up to the the way that I want it to and maybe I might stretch 19 days straight and then for some reason on that 20th day I allow myself to be I allow myself to to fall off on it or even with things like um actually I've been pretty good at this but I've been doing Spanish on Duolingo and I'm at like 220 days straight uh, so I'm very proud of that but there are things that I can be a lot more consistent at as far as like 
putting out videos, eating correctly, um, running, working out, uh, you know, cooking, just things that I would like to keep organized in my life. I've, I've, I've implemented things now to help me do those things, but I don't want to just say, because I've done this for like, maybe like a, maybe like a, a three to four month stretch that that's, that that's it. I want to be able to do something where I really do a three, six do 365 all the way through it and get through every portion of it. So I can say, man, after this year, I really held my own on that. So consistency has been, I think the biggest thing for me. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to have to get a, I'm going to, I'm going to have to hold your feet to the fire a little bit and make sure that the, that you go ahead and hold yourself accountable to a lot of listeners. So it's, 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 I appreciate you taking the accountability of multiple things because mm -hmm. a lot of things sound like need improvement. So this don't got to be the most important thing. It also uh -huh. don't got to be the least important thing. You don't got to rank these by any priority. But what particular thing could have went better that you'd like to tell our listeners that is going to go better? What's that one thing? I think, I think for the, for the, for, okay. Like you said, no, I think uploading videos, I think getting getting more content out there for you as the listeners so you can have some visuals so you don't have to feel like when you're telling people about the podcast that they're like, well, do, do they have a visual? Do I have anything you can see? I want to put more of that out for you. I want to try to, uh, if I can give you a claim, I, I would like to say at least once a week, there's a visual there for you on YouTube that you can go and follow or that you can go and share to people. Um, stretching, I think stretching doing yoga, running, and those particular, I'm going to group those in together because I think that those things all go hand in hand. But if I can continue to wake up every morning, get my stretch in, get make sure that my body is staying limber, ensuring that I'm running each day, uh, at least getting two miles a day in um, and trying to continue to like push my body so that I can continue to get it at its peak performance is, is one thing that I definitely want to stay consistent at. And uh, not smoking weed. I haven't been smoking no weed, so I think that that's that's also key right now. I haven't smoked weed in months. Like I, I like 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 actually like, and I mean like I'm not gonna say like I dibbled and dabbled, but like actually going out like yo, I'm about to go buy some weed to smoke this shit. Like and then rolling up each blunt every day or everything like that. I've not been doing that. If somebody comes through like hey, yo, cuz like I got a little shelf for you, and I hit it. I don't really see that. That's like you having a drink, and it's just a drink. Like, I don't know, like you ain't a drinker, but you might just have a self celebratory drink. So, so I'm a little so what so with regard to that, I mean, don't like don't, <laughs> no, I ain't gonna downplay. <laughs> you no, know I'm saying like don't 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 downplay your accomplishment. Like yeah. for earlier you said what you were proud of, you didn't mention that. Yeah. But now that now that that's come to light, what would you what type of advice would you give to people that are having problems with like going to the store and then buying a lot of something and then bringing it home when it's a problem? Whether Ooh. it's like whether it's a liter or whether it's an ounce, whether it's ice cream, whether it's ruffles, whether it's meth, whether it's a, a bus full of bitches, like what would be the advice you have for some of the people that go to the store and, and then overcompensate, knowing they'll overcompensate, they bring it to the house and just tear that shit up. Like, damn, I got a problem. <laughs> damn, I got a problem. Well, you know, for me, I think it was cues. Uh it was stuff, it would be stuff like I I don't know how other people get involved with, with their particular habits, but I'll say for myself, it would be boredom. I would end up smoking because I was bored. Like, it's not even because I needed to smoke. Like, after I would smoke, sometimes I would feel guilty about the shit. Like, man, I don't even know why I even did this stupid shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
oh man, I'm done now. Now I'm high. I can't do nothing. Now I feel like I'm I'm lethargic. <laughs> like like honestly, like that's hilarious. <laughs> like like <laughs> people like, oh man, why did I do this? Like you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just high. And then I would just be bored. But like staying active, try to supplement what you would usually go out and have to get that thing. Try to add something else into it. Make change that habit to a different habit. It's hard as fuck. It's not easy. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like just like you don't want to smoke no more. When you get ready to smoke, just go run three laps. Like no nigga, cause your body ain't the same. You nigga, laps. like that shit don't make no damn sense. Like nigga, you're gonna be like nigga, that's just like I don't want to run now. Or I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do that once and then my body gonna hurt and now I don't feel good about it. But yeah. like like so 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 there's has to be something that you like to do that you gotta supplement it for. And um, I think for for me, because I'm I am a naturally active person, that's what kind of came with it. Like, okay, like I would wake up and I would want to smoke, but then it was like, yo, okay, I'm gonna wake up now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wanna run because now it's like I'm thinking more like I'm thinking more like, okay, do I want to be high this morning off of a substance, or do I want to be high this morning off of my energy? And so where'd you like, so where'd you where'd you start though? Because you just started running again, like. I won't say hella recently, but what, like the first day you're like, you know what, I don't even want to smoke anymore. What was the replacement? Was it just, was it coldly just white nickel cold turkey or was it, it like, was meditation. Oh, like, I'm going to drink coffee instead? It was meditation. Gotcha. It was meditation. So when I first started doing the smoke, I, I just started being like, okay, like, honestly, I used to think that weed was like that. It was a meditation in itself. So then I started waking up and I was like, yo, you know what? I'm going to start meditating. So when I, when I like, like, instead of me going and saying, roll up this blunt, let me just go put on, like, I usually just use an app too, a smile app. If any of y'all looking for a good one and y'all don't, y'all don't have Headspace for free, because I know Headspace can be a little bit expensive. You could try smile, smile is free. Uh, and, and, and with smile, it does something cool because it's free, but it gives you, uh, it gives you different type of, uh, it gives you a different type of like, uh, what do you call it? Like. Sounds, options, no, 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 categories. options, options. But no, I was thinking more like levels. Like it gives you different levels. Like it may say, okay, this one's for sleeping. This one's for, uh, for focusing. This one is for that. So it gives you these different. I guess categories is the best way to say it. But, uh, different categories, and that was really helpful. Cause then it would be like I wake up and I'd be like, okay, cool. I just want to kind of get my focus on. So I would do it before I would do it. I would wake up and it would be the first thing I would do. And then when I cleared my mind, the first thing I do when I clear my mind, it immediately be like, all right, I clear my mind. Uh, what can I do now? All right, let me wash dishes or let me, let me do the floors real quick. Let me do this. Let me do it. So I would just try to stay active. So then that way it was like, I wasn't even thinking about weed because one thing I used to do was I used to do this thing where I went, I clean up the house so I could go smoke. It was like, I would do everything that I needed to do so I can go smoke. Like that was my focus to get to go smoke. Like I'm gonna do everything so I can smoke. But then it was like, let me clear, let me clear my mind. So then now I can stay to do the stuff I want to do. Now I'm focused on cleaning the house. And then by the time I'm done with that, I shower, I do everything. I go and I'm like, okay, now I got to work. Now I'm just staying busy. Everything's right. about being busy. So now I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not, now I'm not, now I'm not tripping about, now I'm not tripping about, uh, I'm not even tripping over weed no more. I don't even think That's about it. That's a, that's an interesting that's an interesting step though because like when you talk about because when you talk about how it's an interesting building block to go from like all right wake and bake to all right like wake reward and then bake to like wake concentrate reward 
re relax. Because at one point, at one point, you're just waking back. At one point, you're like, you know what? Let me at least get all my shit done before I yeah. indulge in my vice. Exactly. Right? And I think that's an interesting step a lot of people don't necessarily think about, right? So it's like, it's like that might be that might be some people's first step. Where it's like, yo, if you got a bunch of shit you know you're supposed to be doing, by the time you knock all this stuff off, you get to the end of the day like, all right, nine, nine o'clock, once all my shit done, I'm gonna smoke. And you're like, you know what? I don't even want to anymore. Yeah. Like I, I just, I just murdered, I just murdered this day. Like why would, why would I? Let me just keep the keep the momentum going. So it's like one of those things where it becomes like habit stacking. So similar to yourself, you said, damn, I've done Duolingo for 220 days. I don't know anyone that's ever seen triple digits on Duolingo. So shout out to you. Right. And then when it comes to Atomic Habits, shout out S. Walton. When you come to a topic habit, it's probably a habit when it comes to videos or uploading. You can put next next to that Duolingo habit, like that trigger that tells you to do this other thing and do this other thing and do this other thing. That's why it's for me when I'm on when I'm on like when I'm on like an Iron Man flow of like all water, like uh, no alcohol, no fast food, no food after five p.m., no energy drinks. Once like that should have all hold together for a smooth like sixty days, and then once one of them just crack, another one to crack. I'm like, all right, well, start over because <laughs> the the whole like my whole army fell apart. Like once yeah. you have it stacked, you become like a, you become like a machine in a way. So that right. might be a way where you can like link your video, link your video thing into like your Duolingo practice, or or that cue for whatever that is. Even when it comes to writing, I'll put my book just somewhere and open it with the pen up. Because like you got to start like minimally small and like pathetically disgusting to start any habit. Like what do you mean? Put my shoes by the door. Put your shoes by the door. You got to step over them every time you leave the house. You gotta yeah. step over your gym shoes every time you leave the house. And then honestly, that's that's what I do. I my gym shoes are right in front of the door. Like literally. Yeah. So when I see my running shoes, I just put them, I put them right there. So it's like, ah, it makes you look at them. Now you just the visual of looking like, like, damn, I got these running shoes. I gotta go do something. Well, and you you gotta actively tell yourself no. Yeah. You to, in your mind, you gotta be like, you gotta be like, no. You gotta look at you like, nope, not gonna do that today. But at least you're honest with yourself at that time. Correct. Because if you can put, if you can, if you can create the opportunity for yourself. And display the opportunity to yourself, then self-awareness increases. So mm -hmm. the only person you have to, the only person you gotta be real with it is yourself at that point. You can't lie to yourself. Like there'll be days where I make my whole gym, my make my whole gym bag and wake up and look at the gym bag in the morning, like, nope, I'm not gonna go. That's my choice. Now, oh, yeah. was traffic, I didn't have nothing to wear. The, my drawers wasn't clean, there was no towels. No, the bag was made, right? You made the decision that you did, you made a decision that that wasn't important today. And once you have enough like self-awareness speed bumps, you'll be like, bro, I'm bullshitting. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm nobody else. I'm so thank you for sharing that, good brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. my last question for you, uh, for the people is what needs to be done mm. before 2024? What needs to be completed? Done well, I think you hear me talking a lot about running, so I'm gonna be honest with you. I really want to run in a marathon, um, and and I'm starting off small, I'm not gonna do nothing crazy, I'm not gonna do like a, a, a half or like anything like that, um, but I really want to run a 5k. Um, so that that's really a goal right now. Um, and that goal is coming to fruition. I think like I'm gonna try to shoot for August to really get it in, um, if not August, October, but definitely I know that sounds like a big skip, but like it's only because I know I only know two right now that are that are currently happening. One is August and yeah. then one is a, one is in October. Uh, so that that's really the goal this year. Um, I really want to run. I've never ran in an actual marathon. I mean, I've I've ran for a few years. I've, I've I've done things, but I've never actually put myself through a marathon. I've never really trained for a marathon. Um, so I know a 5K is, to some of you guys who are like at 
avid runners who are, you know, doing doing 26 miles, 13 miles, you got stop. Nobody on here. You got nobody on here that do none of that. You're kidding. <laughs> and we're, nobody, we, have, we have not one marathon listener. We have not yeah. one marathon listener. <laughs> we, we, we do got one marathon listener. Shout out Rue. I know he listens. So uh, he's, he's, run, he's, run, run a, he's run a 26? Bro, he's run a 26. He ran, actually, yeah. my boy, my boy Rue ran from Vallejo to Oakland the other day. Yeah. Around. Yeah, he won't play yes. around. He do this shit. Then uh okay. that's the cap that's the uh, that's the president of the run club. So shouts out to him. Oh dub, uh, are we oh are we, are you didn't you didn't tell me you had the whole run club listen to yeah, the thing man, on they, 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 yeah, yeah, bro, they out here. They really run marathons. So I'm really trying to get out there and run when run a marathon, just uh self-accomplishment, man. I know they I've I passed up on a few uh this month um just because I didn't feel Ready. Like I didn't feel ready. I didn't feel I didn't I didn't feel like even though they were pushing me like, no, you ready? Just just get out there. Your drill is going to get you. But I'm so competitive. I'm like, bro, no, I'm not going to go out there. And then somebody's going to see me walking like, fuck, no, either I'm going to finish that shit for all the way running through. I don't care if it's the slowest speed ever. But I'm that perfectionism again. No. Nah, yeah, you're right. Because you it's not going to be the, it was not going to be the it's not going to be the last marathon you run, Dale. It's not. That's but what nigga, I'm saying. I, like, no worry. It's got to be my best ever. It don't, bro. You just gotta go. It don't gotta it. be my best ever. But if I'm a start, like I'm running every, I'm running three miles now. So I'm yeah. like, if I'm, if I'm gonna go run, but if I'm gonna go run it, like, but I'm, but, but Ryan, there's times where I'll run that shit and I'll be like, all right, like I'll get across the bridge. And I'm like, all right, but I'm about to like walk to this trash can. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. nah, I don't want to do that. I want to be able to get through it. And I mean, I know that's, I know you're right. It is a little bit of a perfectionist type of speak, but I do feel like. I feel like if I'm out there, I'm gonna have my wife out there. I'm gonna have a kid out there. I'm gonna try to have some some support system out there. Oh, I want them to see like I want them to be like, yo, there we go. That's my man's in them. You feel me? I might even have you gonna, out there. People gonna say that to you regardless. Like that. This is this. Hey, this is a great. This is honestly a great segment to talk about this because in reality, I'm saying when I what so the 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 furthest the furthest like the first I've ran since I've been running like nonstop. So I've been running. The first I've ran is like 1.5. Everything else I do is interval. Like, so I walk, I walk, I walk 45, run 115, walk 45, run 115, walk 45, run 115. Over the course of my hip got better over the course of time, I lower the walks and increase, increase the running. But like, when I look up these marathons that I, be, that I wanna do, like they have, they put the thing where it's like all paces or whatever, anyone can participate, so on and so forth or whatever, I get it. You are, you're already stupid fast. You're already a great runner. The thing is, if you want to find like the perfect date to do it, because you want to make sure your piece is available, you'll make sure the baby's available. She ain't gonna know, she ain't gonna know, no play dates or nothing cool. But don't keep pushing the activity back because it's not perfect yet. Because you're gonna get all the way this like, you know what, I'm not feeling right. You you sound like you, you sound like you sound like these niggas that hit me on a DM like, hey bro, so my first time on stage, should I do this? My first time on stage, you're not gonna know till you do it. For all for all you know that for all you know that you may start running, you're like, you know what? I'm I'm fasting a lot of these people. You may just get through the whole thing, or or you may just run next to your run club. They make you run faster when you're with them. That's so that's, like that's if you're running with fast, you're gonna run faster with ours. But don't don't keep pushing your activity back because of perfection. That's just gonna make you be like, well, I'm just I'll wait till next year because nigga, that, at that time I could be everybody, bro. Like just go get your t-shirt, get your button, and then next time we do this because you're gonna you're gonna do more than one one more Correct. than one right? Correct. You're I'm, in a run club. You're yeah. gonna do you're gonna do a five k and make your way up to like twenty six, right? I hope so. That's that's okay. The, yeah. So we just gotta we gotta start. You gotta do the next the next one that's coming up in September, October, whatever it's here. You gotta do it. Yeah, it's it August. Matter. I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the August one. I'm I'm yeah gonna, yeah. Okay, what what day? Yeah, I gotta look it up. But when I do the August one, I'll definitely sure. I'll, I'll I'll make I'll, I'll make note to it. But but I'm doing the August one. I'm gonna do the August one. The only reason why I say it, I can't because 
Because it'd be financial, too. That shit be expensive. They'd be, like, charging you to get in, and them bitches, like... So, I just got to make mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, so it, it ain't free, nigga. You don't just I, didn't know, I didn't know that's that expensive. I thought you just... I thought you give them money, they give you a shirt, and you run. I didn't know they were charging, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I, I don't know if it's hundreds and hundreds, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Is it like, $45? It might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $45? <laughs> Damn. All right, well, nigga. Well, anyway, man, let's start. You want to start a GoFundMe? You can start a GoFundMe. Let's start a GoFundMe for real. Hey, man, let's start a GoFundMe. I need 6K. Let me tell you. You sound like gunplay. (laughs) 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 You just gave Tariq a change for graduation. You asking for him. You asking for that. All right, man. So, that, so that, so overall, that needs, that's going to be done before 2024. That's definitely gonna be done before twenty twenty four. I promise y'all that. Y'all, y'all That's a promise. First, y'all hold about about Dale Thomas speak to the fire, man. Y'all let yeah, him hold know. me to the fire. DM me. Keep keep keep. Give me give me the motivation I need, man. I need y'all to be DMing me, telling me, man, just keep it up. Like some of my videos that I post up about the um about when I be doing my little run club pictures and things like that. Y'all be seeing me hold the flag and shit. You know, what I'm saying I'm really out here running, man. And and you get out there. You run, man. Walk, run. You know what I'm saying? Skip whatever the fuck y'all motherfuckers do. Ride a bike. Do whatever y'all gonna do. Do something. Stay active. Um, yeah, man. There's a lot of people that are inactive. Just make sure you stay active. But yeah, man, let's see, let's get let's get to you, good brother. Let me let me start with the questions with you, man. So, so 2023, we midpoint here, man. And you know, what are what are you most proud of? I know you got a lot of a lot of success. But what's the what's the top of the list for you? Well, I made a goal to get to get um, to get past the comedy club. Like the goal was first set for like second quarter of this year, and and that happened. So I got I got I got put on as I got put on as a quote unquote regular at Alameda Comedy Club. I haven't I haven't done my first hosting yet, but uh, all in all, the Booker, all in all, the the owner said he would get at me, so that was cool. I had a really good, really good set. Uh, one night, and then he said that um that he would like to see more of my work. So that happened, that's and that was actually something that that was like top of the list for me. I was, and I, I am, I, I am was in the process of relocating to Oakland, like just to get that done, like just to go, just to go and make sure I can concentrate on like on that particular goal. So I was very happy that that happened. It happened a little bit faster than I expected it to happen, but all in all. I wrote a quote that said, the art of life lies in a constant readjustment to our surroundings. So I had already known that by creating an environment for success, that would happen, but it just happened a little faster than I expected. Another uh, thing that I was proud of, also, I also got, I don't know if this is past, past, but got a really great audition at Comedy Chateau in LA. And they said, if I want to come back, I can come out there. So That's that happened, dope. That happened, like, that happened in the first quarter. So I got like, if you will recognize by two comedy clubs this year, that was cool. And then the second thing is, as a lot of y'all know, I had maybe some of y'all know I had a surgery um, last year in August, but like my hip just like completely felt like it fell apart when me, Dale, and Duan were at the, at the Warrior game last April. I didn't do any running from like January. I ran from like January to like mid March, and I started running again like lightly, low key, semi in December. But all in all to say, like last year I had ran, last year I ran 42 miles. And then this year I've already ran 46. So I superseded the amount of miles that I ran uh, for last year. So that's cool. I'm excited about that as well. Hell yeah. And other than that, 
another plan, another goal I had was to was to perform at 24, 24 new venues before the year was over. Uh, 24, yeah, 24 new venues before the year is over, and I've already hit 17. So that's um that's been that's been nice. That's been nice. So I'm I'm very happy for those things as far as like comedically, I would say things have been going very well. And yeah, work is cool. But outside of that, just comedically, like the key things I really wanted to concentrate on as far as comedy goes, those got done. So I'm pretty happy about that. Man, congrats. Man, those sound like amazing accomplishments. I mean, getting past at a comedy club out in Alameda. I mean, running, would you say 47 miles after a hip after a hip repair? Um, you've that that's tremendous shit, man. And thanks, man. You got you got a lot more to go throughout this year. So I'm we're looking forward, of course. I know the listeners and myself are looking forward to see what you do on the second round of this year, man, to see what you do going forward. But you know what I'm saying? With every accomplishment, of course, man, we always know that there are some things that we always feel that we can do better. And what are some things that you feel like you wish you could have done better throughout this year? Man, some things that some things that definitely, definitely could have been better are my attention to detail for the business aspects of both of my entertainment ventures, whether whether it comes to when it comes to comedy. Um, and when it comes to this as well, there's been there's been some um, there's been some some financial ventures I wanted to make with my brand name, and there's also been like some merch I wanted to put out for our particular show and for and for my own brand. And the thing is, like I have the brands, I have the logos, I have it, I just haven't done. I just I haven't dropped the ball. I, just, I haven't prioritized it correctly. I have the contacts, um, I have the logos, I have the finances. Do it. It just hasn't been prioritized enough yet so that that could have went better like in the simple sense of like the simple sense of like i can at least go and get a quote from a guy and that hasn't been done so that's what i mean by that could have could have definitely went better like one thousand percent um something else that could have went that could have been better is my my overall fitness like i've been lifting i've been lifting a lot and i've been running a lot but everything's things tend to things tend to ebb and flow with a little bit of vacation a little bit of little bit of near death experiences, a little bit of part, a little bit of partying too much, a little bit of partying too much, if you will, and I haven't gotten down to where I want to be at. Even though it's a long, even though it's like it's a it's a it's an end of year goal. End of year goal. The, the end of year goal was one ninety nine. I want to get to one ninety nine, one ninety nine, and be able to bench three fifteen again. But for where I'm at, for where I'm at right now, for where I'm at right now, I would say that I am off track and further behind than I expect it to be. However, that's why you set long-term goals for particular things and not like six-month goals because if you set something too short, you immediately feel like you failed once a deadline comes. You could set like a long-term goal and you have people that will do check-ins with you. You could check in on yourself, make a readjustment and get it done from there. So that's, those are two things I could also say um, could have went, I could have went a little bit better. Also focusing in on not even focusing in on this is something that's really easy for me to do that I have not done at all. I have a bunch of I have a bunch of how do you say prompts that I've written in like a book. There's a bunch of writing prompts. And each one is probably like, I don't know, like let's say 200, 200, 300 words. I wanted to take these stories and upload them to Medium and upload them like monthly. And that way I can create like an an, an identity on Medium so I can have like writings on there. I was supposed to do one a month. I've only done two this year. And it's mm-hmm. super easy to do because they're already written. I just have to transfer them over and edit them. Super easy to do. So some of these things that just require the smallest, 
itty tiniest baby step is is not getting done. So those things can all can all go better. They can all go better. I, I love how you said it's attention to detail as you explain these things because I think that a lot of people go out and that, those are those are that, those are usually a key element that they're missing. A lot of times it's the attention to detail, or sometimes it's the two like you like 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 for you and I, it's like as you went on for me, you went on the spectrum of like I'm too attention to detail, but you're like like it's just not enough attention to detail sometimes. And I think like uh, it's good for everyone to hear how two different versions of that can can come up could come up raw because sometimes it's like you too attention that you don't even get it done. Or you don't got enough attention that you don't get it done. So a lot of times it's it's a it's 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 such a it's such a it's such a crazy dynamic to hear that. But although I know that you mentioned about like as far as like the logos and um just the personal merchandise that you would like to get out, and of course the 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 podcast merchandise that the streets have been fiending for. I got people hitting me up all the time talking about, bro, what's up, man? I'm just trying to get a shirt, cuz. And shouts out to uh, to one of our fellow listeners, Candace. I seen one day she was wearing one of our old merch shirts from the Ugh Hunt Gems. Um, so I was really dope to see that on her. Uh, she she shared it on a story, which was really dope. Um, but I know the streets been feeding that. But what are some things that you're going to implement to help you achieve these goals or attend, or just to help you be better, better, better accountable for these things? Well, honestly, <laughs> to be real, a lot of these things that aren't, that aren't really getting done or that I've slacked on, sometimes it really just comes down to like finding the smallest, the smallest step to begin. And once you start the smallest step and the rest of just, the rest of snowball, right? So when it comes to when it comes to me uh, uploading this medium thing, they're on they're on this computer right here, like one hundred percent. They're on this computer, and wait, 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 hold on, hold on, wait, let me rephrase that. They're inside my book. They're because I, I I hand I hand wrote the prompts. It was mm -hmm. one of my ten minute writing things. I hand wrote, so I just have I have to just type it on here and then upload it. It's really that simple. So what I need to do is the first thing to get it started is open the book, find one and type it. I don't even have to guarantee it to myself I'm gonna upload. I just have to type it. Because once it's typed, it's already done. So uh, I just have to do it. And the hardest thing, the, I think like, the hardest thing about a task um, that you already know how to do is that sometimes you overestimate how long it's gonna take or underestimate how long it's gonna take. So sometimes for nice. myself, like when I have to upload these episodes, or if I need to write something, I just set my timer. I have a timer right here that I use for like pretty much everything. So what I'll do, I'll probably put like, maybe put like 45 minutes on here, then just start it. I'll give myself 45 minutes to do that shit. And it's going to be done before the 45 minutes are, are up, or this is going to go off. And I'll still be working with it. But either way, while this timer is on, I'm not going to do anything else. My phone will be on airplane mode. I have my music on, so on and so forth. It's right. just one of those things that has to be started. And that's why I designed the goal in that way of like, just upload, upload whatever to Medium, and then you'll have them there. Because my whole thing at first, like, I want to write particular articles about what's going on on a daily basis. That shit never got done. So I'm like, mm -hmm. bro, if you already have the prompts and the shit's funny, just upload and see what happens. Just yeah. upload and get the views. Period. I, and I, I also just want to establish like an identity on Medium as a writer. So period. Because I write. That's, that's the goal. So uh, that's start starting the timer. Actually, you know what? What day is it? Saturday? I'm going to upload one this weekend. That's the goal. There we go. Like that's not, what I want. That's what I wanted not, to hear. It's not that. Well, the, I'm, I was trying to break it down like mechanically, but I'll just upload one this weekend. It's not the yeah. part. I, I gotta just. I know where the book is at. It'll be easy to do. And then when it comes to the merch, I'm literally gonna email the guy. 
and just asking for the quote because that's where it all starts. It's just creating a, creating a conversation. But sometimes you want things to be like so perfect where I won't even front. It's not even it's not even about things being perfect anymore. I'm not really. I'm kind of getting away from that. Thankfully, it's more or less about having enough information to ask the right question. And all, all I mean right. by that is I kn- I went to his side. I saw I saw what I saw what type of shirt it is. I saw the code number that it was. I have to ask a few questions about these two different shirts for our particular shirts. And it's not a dialogue that I feel like starting with someone. Yeah. But simply just start the dialogue. Like once I put it on wax, this is what needs to be done. It's inside my, the goal is inside my book right here. And they're all goals that were supposed to be done in the second quarter. They're not done. Then that's the gist of it. Literally start them with the smallest, tiniest amount of effort. Like, hey, can I get this shirt? Or hey, find the medium article and upload it. That's how you start those and get those things done. That's dope, man. That's 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 dope. And I think that that's that speaks a lot of volume to 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 many people, because I hear people I talk to people who are just looking for where they can get started with things. And that's kind of usually my saying is, man, just get started. And sometimes I'm talking, I'm really talking to myself. And I know a lot of us do that. We just talk to ourselves to tell when we're when we're really advising somebody on something. So yeah, man. For everybody here, don't look at these and say, well, I haven't even got there and it's already in the first quarter. Just get started. Don't 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 matter what the what 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 half is at right now. Just as long as you get started. Shit, Clay put up 39 in third quarter. So I mean, you could do it too. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, so man, last question. Last question, man. Uh what needs to be done? What needs to be done? And be before 2024. What needs to be done is this is a very uh it's kind of a this might be a loaded answer, if you will. But give it all be- before pause. Before December 31, 2023, <laughs> I'd like to be at at a at at 199 and bench three and bench three fifteen. That's that needs to be done. I also need to, I also need to. Establish, let me say establish, participate in a a skill development, um, a skill development group. Because what I wanted, what I want to do is learn how to play the piano or join a combat sport. Um, essentially, though, in or return to improv. But one of those three, one of those three things, the improv thing is pretty easy. But I really want to, I really want to join a combat a combat sport. Or learn to play the piano like competently by the end of the year. And I was already in con- I was in contact with the piano instructor in Oakland, and then uh-huh. it just fell off. It just fell off just because life or whatever. But I was in contact with him for twenty five dollars an hour. It was all good, and it just fell off. And then when it comes to the combat sport thing, it's just a timing thing and like a living area thing. And then with the improv group, I know where it's at. It's by my job and it's timing and living. But I want to be involved in one of those in one, in one of those three things like competently by the end of the year and also be one at 199 in bench 315 because I have to those are the those are the those are the requirements that I'm using for myself um, yeah. to get to the, to get to this particular accurate. So saying yeah. that that's 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 dope. I've I've always wanted to uh I've been like highly considering that stuff too. I know they got like this UFC training out here in uh Walnut Creek and um when I when I lived out in the Bay previously before going to LA, like actually when I lived in Vallejo, I used to want to go there and go get it in. And I've been thinking about that too. Like I got I got through with boxing and that shit is that shit was intense. Honestly, that's when I felt like I was at like my prime fitness. Yeah. Um 
because it you know with boxing you took boxing before it's just such a it's such a commitment but like the training itself um yeah you're learning how to fight you're learning how to be more 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 finesse with your hands but literally you're learning how to train like you're learning how to train you're learning you're 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 um you're committing to something and yeah. uh, and and so I definitely hear you with that but also playing the piano like I've always like I've always wanted to play the piano like on some real shit like I've always wanted to like it just seems super complex like I, I can't not lie to you like I've always wanted to play piano because I've always wanted to be on some John Legend shit just ordinary people but like I've, I've, I've I don't know like I think it's a fear of like you get to a point where you think oh I'm too old to learn how to do that now or I'm too far from this, and 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 not saying that that's how I, I feel anyway. Like I know now at now I know you could do anything at any age. You can learn how to play piano at eighty. You can learn how to play the at piano at eight. Doesn't matter. Um, whenever you learn, you're gonna take it up, and you got all the time in the world from then on to be great at it, right? Yeah. So um, I think that that's really really dope, and I I hope all listeners hearing that you know don't give up on something just because it feels like it's too far gone. You feel me? Like, go out, finger it out. Like, the, the things that we talked about here, I think, are tremendous. I mean, because you get the opportunity to hear what we're what we're trying to do, but also where we're lacking at, right? And 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 I know some of that. I know some of that comes in with you guys as well, because I know you're at this year too. Like, man, I wish I would have. I, I need to. You feel me, man? I did really good at. All of those things are great. But keep moving on and keep doing, doing going forward with those things, man. I did have something because I know you're going to give a quote of the day, and I know you got. No, I wasn't. I, I was not. Nah, you can go ahead. But I was going to say this thing also. So go when ahead. it comes to, um, when it comes to like when it comes to like one ninety nine and three fifteen, all the like getting to one ninety nine is going to involve like more. It's going to involve more than like lifting and running. Mm -hmm. So the the things I want to participate in is um like and then improv improv is more of like a comedic thing for like my skill set that's gonna happen regardless when it comes to things i wanted to be involved in it was like it was uh boxing boxing or playing basketball consistently consistently again or or cycling so mm. but all but these things these things all these things all combined are like it's either it's either a time it's either a time it's either like a time and scheduling thing where i have to sit down and just plan it out like all right what what boxing class do i want to go to all right, where do I want to go hoop at? Like, consistent. we're going to actually go play ball. Okay, where, okay, when do I want to get a bike? Like, my uncle rides, like, once every Sunday with a group of people. I'd love to do that. Um, but I just, it's just, it's just sitting down and deciding which one of those things I want to do to enhance my fitness. Because I believe that's what happens, that's what happens with, like, I guess, I don't want, I don't know, maybe, like, us, us as adults. That's why you see, like, more OGs riding bikes. Because over the course of time, like, not everybody can get to a basketball court and wait around. And like, not everybody right. can box or wants to, like, get hit or spar. Like not everybody wants to ride a bike. So we have to do these things as like, ugh, like the middle age to like mm -hmm. stay active because you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to just hoop for 20. I'm going to just hoop for three hours every day at four o'clock. No, we have a job. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't Facts. do that anymore. So ideally, ideally when it comes to like, when it comes to, when it comes to improv and piano, those are like, those are skill set things. But when it comes to like my fitness, when it comes to basketball, boxing and cycling, those are fitness based things in the mm -hmm. overall goal. The goal, the goal by the end of the year is to be involved in at least one of those things from one of those two groups, which will lead to like one ninety nine and three. That's the that's the breakdown. That's the you can go ahead. That's all I want to say. No, that that was that was that was dope, and that was uh very informative. Um, I want to start a new segment. 
Um, I know my I know my guy, man. He he has the um he has the art of the war quotes. Um, I wanted to start some quotes that are uh just things that black people have said in in the history. Um, y'all know we a black owned show, so we want to make sure we shout out our black people. Uh and today, I think that it's very fitting for what we discussed today. Um these words come from a great black man, uh, one of my favorite uh, directors, uh, Spike Lee. Um, Spike Lee, of course, if you don't know who he is, he's one of those people who sparked a new wave of the 90s cinema uh, that trained a lens, that, that, that trained the lens on a, on the complexities of black Americans' life. Uh, his work as a filmmaker, producer, and businessman remains a powerful force of a visual culture. And this quote that I'm going to to speak on was taken from literature of uh, Pratt in, in Institution back in February of 2014. And he says this, you can't discover this, we've been here. Uh, Spike Lee. So just, just something, some words of wisdom from from the great, great man himself, the man who made Crooklyn, the man who made Do the Right Thing. You can't discover this, man. Like, you already got it. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, that's the way I looked at it. It's like, you can't, you can't discover this. You already got it. So whatever it is, you already got it in you. You know what I mean? You just got to spark that for yourself. So get out there and spark it, spark it, spark your, uh, spark your results, man. Did he, is that... Is that like writing from one of his movies or that's something he said like during an interview? That's something he said at the lecture. Okay. Uh, uh, back in, yeah. So that was from uh, a lecture at, 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 Pratt, at Pratt Institution um, back in February of 2014. He said, you can't discover this. We already been here. Yeah, we've been here. That's interesting. Yeah. Now that, that is, it's insightful. I saw watching a youtube video about this samurai guy and he said there's nothing there's nothing external that can stop you from there's nothing externally that can stop you from like proceeding forward in your missions mm -hmm. nothing physically can stop you everything is internal and you decide what direction you're going to like you're your own you're your gps at that point yeah. so no, I, I like it i like it man i'm all for it I, de I definitely think that i definitely think that we may spend too much time maybe spend too much time looking for things that are already there mm -hmm. look for these like external factors so we're looking for motivation there's no motivation there's not there's not you have to create your own incentive like mentally and i don't mean like the motivating part like, oh i'm so motivated today because that shit is fleeting there's gonna be like meaning for it and like whatever you're chasing the meaning is inside of you because burnout comes when something isn't meaningful so we've right. all we've all had like a shit job they say it's a dead-end job and when it's a dead-end job you're not doing something meaningful. If you're not saving up for nothing, even if you're not, even if you were saving up for a car, you know, people that were saving up for like a car when you're younger and they'd be grinding their ass off at some whack job because they want to get this whip. They want to, like they have to get this whip. But if you're at some whack job or if you're in a whack relationship and you're getting burnout, it's because you lack meaning and the meaning comes from inside. So, hey man, I, I right. appreciate it. I definitely, I definitely appreciate you sharing that. I think that's pretty fire. I don't, I don't really... I don't really know if this is genuine or if this is like an entry for you, like trying to get like a J. Cole Spike Lee feature, just something weird. But like, I'm gonna just accept. I'm gonna accept it for what it was. I'm gonna accept it for what it is. I'm no, that's genuine. J. J uh, Spike Lee, uh, J. Cole ain't got nothing to do with this. Spike Lee is uh, Spike Lee has always been one of my favorite uh, 
one of my favorite directors. I I, I love his work. Um, of course, like him, uh, John Singleton, uh, Brian Coogler, all of these guys have made an imprint on me wanting to be a filmmaker, uh, especially Spike Lee. I think like watching the movie Crooklyn, seeing Malcolm X, uh, seeing Do the Right Thing, seeing uh, uh, the one where he did about uh about 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 college and the uh like the the light skin and the school days. School days. I was okay. gonna, I I don't know why in my mind I was thinking School Dance, which is another movie with like Kevin Hart in them. So that's why I was like, but yeah, I know like those movies were truly impactful to me, even like double in the blue dress, like all of those things. Like he, I think like he even gave Denzel his big his big start. So so those those uh so Spike's always been been one of the guys I've seen like yo, I I would love to, you know what I'm saying, get get five minutes with him and just kind of like, you know, ask him like, you know, how how was it, how was it to even just figure out like, yo, I'm gonna represent the culture at a time where film wasn't even doing that yet. Like, you know what I mean? So to like really give us insight without it having to be about gang violence or anything like that, like literally like dealing with issues that people were too afraid to talk about at certain times. So. Okay. What would you, what, that would be the question you'd ask him? How do you decide to pick that genre? Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, well, not necessarily the genre, like, 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 you know, like knowing that, because because when you're a filmmaker, right, like you're always trying to look for something, I feel like, to try to get, like, don't get me wrong, it's your art, but you're also trying to give something that is going to be fitting for, you know, the film, the film industry. And film industry really only, it really has these different takes on it, right? There's like, it's like music almost, there's like this classical musical look to things. There's this, you know, and then like hip hop, that's why people don't have so much respect for hip hop because, I mean, of course now they do, but like at the time they didn't have that much respect because they didn't see it as a real art, right. you know what I mean? So his particular type of film style might not have been looked at as like art to these other classical type of uh, filmmakers because of what he was doing. Um, and it was about black culture. So a lot of times, because when you're when people don't know about black culture, they tend to not want to like pay too much attention to it or don't want to like look at it as like, no, that's art. That's that's just them trying stuff. Like they don't really see us as like us really putting out art. And so I would want to ask him that. Of course, and then it would just be like ideas of like shots that he's took in. Like he does a lot of like shots where like, like if you ever seen Crooklyn, there's this shot that he does, which is just a tremendous ass shot where the guys, where it's him and it's another guy and they're doing, they're sniffing paint, they're huffing paint okay. out of a bag. And But the shot is like them, like they're so much on a high, right? They're, um, it's not even like them walking. Like they are, he shows a shot of them walking, but it's almost like them, like, uh, like, like they're moving around, like, like, like they're floating damn near because of the way the shot is. It's like everything's around them, but you don't really see them. And it's just like a, it's kind of like a mid shot and it's kind of like them, but it's like, it's almost like they're on something and they're, and they're, and they're kind of floating. So I think he probably used the dolly and probably like just followed them around or had them like on something that was, that was moving or something like that. I, can, I don't even know what he did for the shot, but it looks gotcha. hella clean. Okay. It looks hella clean. Cause you just see the background going through, but it's like, I'll, I'll send you the shot or what I'm talking about. Uh, so you can see what I'm talking talking about in general, but dope ass shot. If you guys see Crooklyn, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. But those kind of shots, shots that he's done where in like do the right thing, like uh, even when like the the scene where like Martin Lawrence and all of the gang come up and they're like attacking the guy that has the uh, the the uh, the Larry Bird jersey on in Brooklyn. Right. 
that's a clean ass shot to me because it's like not just the shot itself, but just the whole dynamic of that particular scene. Because you got all these black people who New York representatives, right? And you got this one white guy who comes out and it's like just the, and it shows like the insight of like gentrification too at that time. Like this is this is early 90s. Like he's right. showing some gentrification type shit at that particular time where this white guy comes out and is like a bird fan at that, like, and just to kind of show, like, yo, you're a bird fan, you in here, we in the hood, like you know, what do you mean? It's just like so dope to me. So just little shots like that that were just hella impactful. Your writing's dope, like everything about it was just super like. It was it was the culture. So I, I loved I love him about that shit. So yeah, man. When I see these kind of things, it's really dope. I'm gonna really try to keep up on this. I have a uh I, I'm gonna make sure that I put out a quote each episode, man. So that way uh y'all can get more history on this type of things, man. Okay. All right, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, my last question for you about Spike Lee is what's your favorite Spike Lee movie? Oh, that's always a good question. My favorite Spike Lee uh movie has to be Malcolm X, man. Um, I would say Crooklyn's up there because Crooklyn's just such a dope story. And honestly, I don't know if I've even told you this, but the uh the young girl, the main character, that was my uh that was my counselor when I was in film school. Oh word. So, yeah, she was my counselor while I was in film school. So I got to really just pick her brain a lot, which was really dope. Like how was it working with Spike? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did that feel? And she was just like very like, she was very like great to talk to. She really gave me a lot of insight. But uh Spike Lee and Denzel, the masterpiece that they did with Malcolm X, not to even know, I don't know if you know this, but before they even put it on film, this used to be a play. So it was a, it was a play that they did. Um, and, Mal and, and Denzel always played uh, Spike, always played Malcolm X. But just the whole story, like it's hard to even almost like if you don't, if you're not like a big fan of Malcolm X, like it's hard for you to even not see Denzel and not think like, nigga, you did that. Like you right. were, you were Malcolm X. Right. Like there's no way you were not Malcolm X. Like right. brother, like your swag, everything about you was just Malcolm X. Like the whole play, even, even Spike, you know, Spike always got to be in the movie, but even Spike being in the movie and being the best friend at that time was just crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like he did a good ass job being that best friend. Like the way that the drug, like the way that everybody got into drugs after that and everything. Um, when I talk to my uncles and my and my and my elders and they tell me the story, I always say, like, dang, like that's really how it was, huh? Like you would get into something, you become a pastor, or you become like some type of like you 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 find a calling somewhere and literally like the next thing you know is your friends that you used to have back in the neighborhood they just be falling off on shit like drugs and da 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 da, da. so like hearing that story really it actually made me want to go read the book uh by Alex Haley it made me want to go read that Malcolm X uh biography by Alex Haley because I because it it I, I even though you you see you see the story in a visual aspect, it's like I want to go read the story now because I want to know if all of this shit that he did in this movie was really like so so in line, and it is right. very much in line, like what Malcolm X even even talks about in the book. So yeah, man, definitely one of my my, my all time favorite. Okay, all right for sure. It's weird because as I got as I got older, when I was younger, I remember that movie being being two cassettes, mm -hmm. and then now, and then like two cassettes back then was like a big deal. Cause it's like two and a half three hours long, but now like knowing what we know, like if you do that movie again, it'd have to be like an HBO miniseries. It'd have to be like ten hours. Yeah, because there's yeah. so much. There's so much. There's so much more. We know there's so much more life. There's so much more detail. Like we'd want to make 
you'd want to make the prison part longer. It's like, for example, the the uh, Mike Tyson movie when Michael Jai White plays Mike Tyson back in the yeah. day, right? That movie's like an hour and a half. The Mike Tyson miniseries on Hulu, which is incredible, is like eight episodes, but it covers so much stuff in his life. So hopefully, hopefully the um, hopefully our current political and entertainment agenda will let something like that happen i don't really know if spike would want to get involved with that again because of <laughs> stuff we got to do and yeah. us putting certain things on our heroes and it may offend some people that yeah. were involved in some other things but i mean i i'm, I'm looking forward to not not a uh not a, not a re not a reboot but like not a reboot not even a redo but just like another one just because we know we know so much more and i think who, who would you want to see play denzel if you could I mean, you know not Denzel, what? not Denzel, sorry. <laughs> Who would you want to see play Malcolm X if you could? You know what, man? Um, I'd have to, like, I'd have to, I'd have to leave that to Hollywood. Because you know what? The thing is, uh, to your point, Denzel did, Denzel did such a great job in that, okay, we didn't have the media, we didn't have YouTube back then, obviously. And all we had were, like, pictures of MLK and Malcolm. But like Denzel did such a great job in my mind for the longest in my mind for the longest I just thought Malcolm X was like my color I yeah, thought it was just yeah. me and Denzel color then we get orders more pictures and like and there's videos like oh wait oh wait Brian is the same color as Blake Griffin like I had no right. idea because Denzel red killed, hair Denzel killed it so hard and I'm just like oh that's bruh like that's yeah. how hard that's how hard he killed it and then even um the boy uh the boy uh, Kingsley. From mm -hmm. um from one night in Miami with all of yeah 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 he did he a killed great the job. two he yeah, killed the he two did, so he did a great job I, so yeah I'd have to let um he yeah he killed it I'd have to let he would have I think he would have to do it good it, it, it they just have to they have to do some Avenger shit like where they just do that where they just do that Marvel shit where they just have to bring him back like like that's it because like um <laughs> like, the mix universe like, like Spider Verse like, they just have to bring it back like that's so silly I think but, the one I don't I don't know I don't know how tall Denzel is but Denzel I think I think Denzel's like six foot or six two and I think King, I think he's like five eleven I think I think I think Kingsley's like five eight. Or mm -hmm. or Kings or Kingsley just looks small compared to like the James Brown niggas, but mm -hmm. it shouldn't be it shouldn't necessarily be that way because uh, Malcolm's Malcolm was six two, right, Jim yeah. Brown about six two or so. So I can see the height disparity, but he killed the role though. He killed the role. So I think I think Denzel. I think not Denzel. I'm sorry. I think uh, you got me on this Denzel shit because I've been watching movies with Denzel too. But uh, I think Spike could do a really good movie about Jim Brown though. I think he could. I think I'm, he can. I'm looking forward to seeing that one because the stuff, the stuff that like the stuff that I gathered, the stuff that I gathered after after the fact is like he was like a Jim, he was like a James, he's like a James Brown, like a James Brown mm -hmm. character, same yeah. thing, just like James <laughs> Brown, like great things for the community, but his private life was just kind of like, <laughs> wow, kind of wild, like kind of wild though, it's kind of wild, like high level uh, wild, but he did. He was just doing stuff for the people, like so. It's like, uh, you know what's interesting about that in like in life, and like the thing is in life, if you do enough good stuff for people, people just let people let things go. Let you slide. Let you slide. Like, like that's come why, on, you going more than to the hood. Like, that's why it's like that's why it's so cold that like that it's so cold that Bill Cosby finally got arrested because the only reason he got arrested. Only reason I got arrested was because Bill Cosby was talking shit to Hannibal Burris, and Hannibal mm -hmm. Burris started just tell, start telling, start saying that at his comedy show. 
I was a comedy show with Veronica years ago, and Hannah Burris had, had this Reddit thing. I'm like, this thing says Bill Cosby raped her, like just talking shit about it. And then he's mm -hmm. a comedian. It's getting broad attention. People on Reddit looking looking into it, and it pops off. But for the longest, wow. people loved him so much. Like he would never. It's cool that he. It's so you're cool. telling me Hannibal Burris, the one who got who got who got Bill Cosby locked up, bro? Have you ever watched? Have you ever watched the um? Have you ever watched the documentary on HBO Max or Prime that says we need to talk about Cosby? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I no I didn't finish I just, it. No, I didn't finish it yet. Okay, no, Pete, 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 yeah. because in the first half of it, they're showing all the great things that Bill Cosby did for Black Hollywood, which is incredible. Like, he did crazy stuff. Like, Krim De La Krim, the, the, the comedy he was doing, the roles he was playing, and what he was doing for other Black actors, crazy. Like, actually putting actually putting his money where his mouth is, right? They go into that in all the beginning. And then they do this dope thing. They do this thing where, like, they talk about how it came up or whatever. And they, they, like, talk about Hannibal. And Hannibal isn't doing it on purpose. Hannibal just had a beef with him. And they talk about Hannibal, like talking about it more and more and more. Then the women start coming out. They just thing where they, then they do this thing where they only interview a bunch of white women. So in your mind, you're like, "There's only white chicks." And they do this switcheroo, but they know what they was doing. They switch about wow. then like several black women start coming forward. Like, yeah, of course. And you're like, "Oh my god!" And then and then and then like the cool thing is like W W Kamal Bell is making the documentary at the same time that like Cosby is like on trial in a way. But then by the time they get doing the trial, by the time they get doing the documentary deal, he gets out. And they're like, bro, what do we do now? Because <laughs> <So, laughs> like, they was making it. It's dope, bro. If you, if, if, I'm going to watch if, it. I'm going to watch it tonight. If you didn't I'm, finish I'm it, it please turn it on and knock that shit out. Because, bro, I'm so I, Bill Cosby on some, like, on some, on some, not on, not on some Jim Brown flow, but there's like these characters in our world that make things great. And then there's like villains that's like, I got to do this at nighttime because... I gotta, I gotta, I gotta donate money to the world like Bruce Wayne in the daytime. The nighttime, I gotta beat people up because I'm Batman. So, right. I'm not saying that they're Batman. That's actually a Dave Chappelle joke. He says some shit like, <laughs> like he rapes, but he saves. Like, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, man, let me let me get y'all on out of here. So, this law, this law, I think is very fitting to what we were speaking about today and when i first say it to you you may be kind of thrown off by my message for it, but i'm gonna i'm i promise it's gonna make sense i promise walking together <laughs> law number 30 make your accomplishments seem effortless make difficult feats seem effortless and you'll inspire awe in others and seem powerful conceal the work behind your accomplishments if you brag about it you'll ruin the effect now you're like well ryan you just got done saying that I should always just try really hard and just put out whatever content I have, regardless of it being perfect. So how am I going to have it look effortless and perfect if I'm still practicing? The whole point in this law is to let you know that when you reach, when you watch Kobe videos, you watch Michael Jordan videos. I won't say LeBron because LeBron's videos are different. When you see LeBron's videos, LeBron is obviously stronger than everyone else on the planet. We watch right. Kobe, watch Jordan, they make think they make things look so effortless. They make them look so effortless. Like, damn. You ever watch Kobe and be like, you know what? I'm going to go outside and do that right now. That's why you got so many of your weak-ass friends trying to do fadeaways for no reason. They suck at them. But the overall point I'm making is that when you work on this stuff behind the scenes and when you upload a video once a month and you upload an article to Medium once a month and you go out and you put your shoes by the door and you go take one walk, you take another walk, you go to the gym, you do. You start with one pull-up, you do another pull-up. Start with another pull-up, you do another pull-up. By three weeks from now, you're doing two pull-ups. No one ever sees all that work. So then when you do get there, you're like, oh, this shit is easy now. 
right. everybody and everyone that you think is great, the things that they do that look easy, they worked really hard on that stuff. And now it just looks easy for them. Anything you want to do is going to look easy for you as long as you work hard on it. Just consistency. The, this law for me is technically about consistency. And then once you're popping, like, all right, man, how how you going to do that? Oh, you know, just hard work and dedication. You'll be like, no, I spent hours and hours. Now it's cool. Now you can watch a Kobe video now and be like, Jimmy did spend hella hours. He spent hella hours. Jimmy spent hella hours. But let me ask you this. A lot of Kobe interviews, I'm talking about how hard he worked, how hard he trained. A lot of them. There's a whole lot of them. There's a lot of those. A lot. And we like those videos. When you watch a Michael Jordan interview, he'll talk about how he worked hard, but it's more or less like, I'm just better than everybody else. Like, right. Mike, Mike got more of a sweat. Mike, Mike, Mike don't really brag about how hard he worked. Mike's more like, oh, you know, I'm just low-key just better than everybody else. Jimmy Butler, Col Jimmy Butler, Kobe talk about the hours and time spent, but Mike has such an arrogance with it. Here's the thing. For all we know, for all we know, Allen Iverson never went to practice. When he told us, obviously, obviously, Allen Iverson practiced basketball. But what do we all say? This nigga was so raw. Could you imagine if he worked as hard as Kobe? And we all say that. Can you imagine if AI worked as hard as Kobe? Why is that amazing? Because we ain't we ain't got AI on tape talking about, bro, I played at this time. I did this time. I did that time. I go out this time. I sweat at this time. I eat my breakfast at this time. That if I would do a thousand. No, 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 no. All we want to see is what it looked like. We all know in goddamn well Allen Iverson actually practiced playing basketball. It's impossible. Right. It's impossible. Can't, can't. Whether it's whether it's him, T Mac, J.R. Smith, Charles Barkley, all these dudes, and people say they didn't practice or they should have practiced or worked harder. They practiced. Believe me, they practiced. So when you work hard enough at something, it will look effortless. But don't let the idea of it looking effortless discourage you from even trying. Because that's whack. Like don't play yourself. Right. Eventually, it will look perfect, and it will look like you didn't try, but that's only because you tried really hard to make that shit look amazing. That's law number thirty, and it's fitting because it's fitting because Steph Stephardless Curry makes shooting threes look incredibly easy. That's why half y'all shooting threes from half court for no reason. Do you know how long that man been shooting that ball? He's worked on it so hard that it looks really, really easy, but it's incredibly hard. So. That's the law number 30, man. If y'all got any, if y'all got any feedback on that, or you don't understand it, you need help, or you need to translate it to Spanish, please holla Dell because he had 220 days straight. Facts. Per usual, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us and we appreciate that. Hey man, you made it this far right now. Make sure you like, subscribe, and of course comment. And until next time, we'll check in. We'll holla. Peace. He said check in. Ha. Ah.